I'm Kayla Miller. They won't let me leave. Send help. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I'm your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Johnny Morales. Roger Mate. Kayla Miller. And producing in front of me, as always, is Matt. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. <laughs> if this is the first time you've ever checked out this show, we always review three new comics that are out this week, one from Marvel, one from DC, and an typically an ind- independent book. I think tonight it's from Image again. Uh, then we do a graphic novel review, so you're getting a little bit of old mixed in with your new. We do a lightning round where each of us get to promote talk about, rant about, whatever we feel like for one minute and one minute only. Uh, Then we're going to hit you with some previews of some upcoming comics, uh, some news, some questions that maybe that we got fielded from Facebook, hopefully. And then uh, we'll send you guys on your merry way. So without further ado, why don't we jump into some comic reviews? We're going to go ahead and take a look at Doom Patrol number one, which came out this week. And it is by Gerard Way and Nick Darrington on art mm-hmm. yeah well let me let me just say first i, I wanted to apologize i picked these three books <laughs> I, I bear i bear some responsibility in this it, yes, what, yes, yes. what um, did you say earlier is a bad week for comics <laughs> oh well no not not really uh i mean there are some great books that came out just the but three we picked a review the three we picked because i'm huh. t- you know i try to pick i try to pick uh different books all the time to cover as much range as we can and I guess it serves a purpose because, you know, not only do we want to steer you in the right direction, you know, for what books to read, but also maybe which books to avoid. And You're so here, here we go tonight. Do, Doom yes, Patrol. Quite a few. I, I, Doom I, Patrol. I think we're going to have an interesting conversation. Yeah. We'll Basically, go. just me yelling at you guys like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, go ahead and start, Johnny. Tell us what we're wrong about. Actually, you know what? Doom Patrol is horrible. Yeah. I, what What is this book, man? Really? I was. OK, so I made it pretty clear last week that I had reservations about Gerard Way writing a comic because A, I hate his band and I hate everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, look, look, I, hey, it's my own personal taste. Remember, I'm quite a bit older. Well, not quite a bit, but older than you guys. It's just not in my like wheelhouse. 25 years older. <laughs> um, not that old. Um, but it's just his... Everything about him and My Chemical Romance is not my jam. So I was hesitant going in, but I was positive. I went in with an open mind, waiting to see, you know, what I would think of this. And I will say this. It got tag the tagline of the young animal imprint, I guess you could say, is comics for dangerous humans. And I would like to issue a correction for that. I would like to to solicit uh, the tagline for young animal should be comics for pretentious hipsters, because that's all Doom Patrol felt like. Yeah, yeah, at least this book. Um, So, yeah, I don't I I will say this. I really enjoyed the artist on this. Nick Darrington um, and the colorist worked well. But I, where's the, what's going on in this? Like there's weird for the sake of weird. And then there's weird when it serves the purpose of the story. And I feel like this guy wants so badly to be Grant Morrison and to be Brian K. Vaughn, but his execution is nowhere near those guys. No. Well, and I'm curious whether or not, you know, I I think you had mentioned to me early, Jonathan, that, that you would probably actually read the next couple of issues too, to see if it made sense. And I'm wondering I'm wondering whether or not it'll it'll end up making sense 
in any kind of sense in a graphic novel because this was yeah yeah i'm with you i mean it was just part of me is kind of hoping it's a black science thing with the first issue like that you had <laughs> that like if i come back for the next couple it'll be like okay this this kind of makes sense but i i honestly don't see that happening with with how this first issue was um usually i would tell you guys like you guys are wrong you guys ain't hip but i oh i know yeah. i'm not hip <laughs> i ain't trying to be hip I, i'm just trying to read a good story <laughs> kayla what do you think it was weird. It seemed like every couple of pages they were trying to do some kind of big shock factor, and it just, you were wondering, okay, what does this have to do with the rest of the stuff I did, just read? Did anybody catch, like, a narrative? Did you catch a narrative at all through this thing? Like, I mean, I know there's <laughs> kind of one there that after I went through a second time. I felt like I missed 16 issues prior to this issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what is going on? Is 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 this a different world? Is there another world in in the I believe Euro Euro, Euro? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, well, not anymore. Ahead. Yeah, no. I want to say you know, and uh, you know, normally I would like to to give an overview of a comic so mm-hmm. that you kind of know what's going on. Can I, you? I, I'm not even sure I can do that with this. It's so <laughs> your hands in the air, like no, it's not possible. Yeah. I mean, you can't. It's just you know. This is one of those comics that I really wish Blaine was here to read. Yeah. Because he's... Blaine, we miss you, man. Like, I know you've got the Doom Patrol history on lockdown. I can't wait to talk to you about this, but I'm at a loss. Because it's... I I read Grant Morrison, volume one kind of thing, like, way back. I don't remember a whole lot of it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, like, oh, what is the Doom Patrol about? And then I thought, oh, just read the book. And I still don't know what the hell the Doom Patrol is about. We... We only get like really kind of one recognizable character, at least that I remember, which is Robot Man. Um, oh, okay. I like the redhead who's driving the ambulance. Yeah, well, I I know she's yeah. in it, but I she's obviously not her alter ego yet. You know, so we're is this an or is this a retelling of the origin or is this what is happening? That's what I want to know. Like we have exploding Euro universes <laughs> that people come out of. And then we've got mysterious magic people that show up at random characters' apartments and blow up roommates, and the people don't care. I, I just, I don't know what's happening in this book. Now that you're mentioning, you know, like, now that you mentioned that he wants, maybe he wants to be like Grant Morrison, maybe in the next few issues it will explain itself, but right now as a standalone comic it's it's not good it's yeah. not coherent yeah as, it, a, as a number one issue did it hook you it does not make sense it didn't hook me at all yeah the coolest thing about this comic is the sticker on the cover yes yeah there's a there's a euro sticker on the cover <laughs> and for you guys that that you know if you if you might think this is going to be collectible someday <laughs> i don't you know don't peel off the sticker but there's a universe underneath and you know, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then you read the book and it's like, oh, <laughs> whatever. Um, no. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, I, no, I didn't like the it. The art and the color is fantastic. Yeah. No, the art oh, team yeah. is great. I, I like the art team a lot. I, this makes me just want to read some of Gerard Way's, like, good work. The, the ones that people actually like. I'm not sure if people like this I'm, book, but... I'm certain that there's probably going to be a very ardent following for this. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because just because of his name alone, they're going to go out and pick it up and be like, oh my god, Gerard Way is writing a comic book. And and, and that's not to de- detract anybody from picking it up that, you know, might not be familiar with Gerard Way or anything like that. Read it and, and make up your own mind. But for me... I, it, it's. I'm gonna read the next couple issues to see if 
there's anything else I'm like I'm trying I'm I'm waiting for more, for yeah. this guy to, to 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 draw me in somehow um but yeah it's a tough it's a tough for a number one issue to come in on this and and try to make sense of it, it it's so. it's these darn hippie kids with their gyros man <laughs> um you raising your hand there Matt for something I'm playing Pokemon oh <laughs> what what's in the shop yeah. there are Pokemon Ponyta uh oh Ponyta <laughs> Not worth not worth in the middle of the podcast. Yes, let's just um, end the podcast for so, <laughs> Let's do has anybody else got anything? I mean, do we want to do I've some Star Wars? I've got a Charmander buddy. <laughs> about the book. Uh, oh, about the book. <laughs> and, any more any more thoughts that you had, uh, Kayla? Uh I don't think it's a book that I would pick up the second issue for. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit tired of the like I said the shock value every couple of pages you know what's weird we're his freaking demo (laughs) you know yeah we're his demographic this doesn't appeal to me and I I assume not you either you need a bigger beard (laughs) I I do need a bigger beard you gotta gotta get the hipster beard going yeah I'm not wearing enough flannel to be a hipster yet so So, okay so did you have anything else Johnny not really no okay so why don't you go ahead and give me your star review on this Uh, I give it a 2 just because I love the art I'm going to say that's actually what I had mm-hmm. um, in mind. The art saved the book because it, it is a really fun looking book. They picked the right guy for that. But I just I I'm just waiting for Gerard to, to tell me a story that makes sense. <laughs> there's there's this guy in his pajamas or yelling out Danny. What is that? What does that even mean? There's, there's well, a no, lot. the whole, pa- the whole page after yeah. after what you were looking at it is a guy sitting at his. It his, says, what's going on? <laughs> With Niles Calder, yeah, and, and it's I mean, a dude playing a keyboard with a fly buzzing around him, and it's like it's like a Family Guy cutaway yeah. thing, you know, where no it goes after something weird and comes back, right? And I'm sure that you're going to get one page of this guy per book, you know, and then maybe there'll be a story in the end. I don't know. I, mm. What was your review I, star rating? Two, two, uh, yeah, no, and that was only for the art. I mean, I, I would I would give the the book itself a one. But I, I did. I love the art so much. I, I think you guys are right. I mean, it was it was it was it was really good. But nah, two stars. Kayla. Yeah, I'm gonna give it about two. Also, it was the art really caught me, and then I did like the redhead at first. Like she was super peppy, and I really liked her. And then and it was kind of like I was trying to get something else out of the book, and it was just like. And then she eh. had no reaction from her friend getting blown. Just her roommate exploding. getting blown. I was like, yeah. wait, did you get blown up by confetti? I didn't, I didn't like. And she was just and like, then, oh, so you're moving in? Okay, that's. And fine. then later, I was like, oh my god, he died. And yeah, that and nothing was like resolved with it. Oh god, this person murdered him, and now she can move in with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He well, must have been a bad roommate. <laughs> really? I mean, Let, yeah, he was. Let's go ahead and go to The Fix, number five, by Nick Spencer and Steve Leiber. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So go one, ahead, one thing, like I told you, Jonathan, this was this is actually the, um, the first issue of the second story arc. At first, I thought that it oh, was really? going to be the final issue of the of the first story arc, but they they kind of switched it up with this book, the first trade. That's why it came out the same day right. as, as the fifth issue. That makes more sense. Um, the trades are going to be four issue trades, I, I assume. At least the first one will be. So this is the first issue of the next story arc, and nope, nope. Yeah. I you know the art this was, was good. great. The, what are you talking about? Did you like this? One? I love this book. Really? Yeah, I loved okay. it. Okay. Huh. Then I want you to tell me exactly what you liked about it. Uh, I love uh, Lieber's art uh, and the story. It just it reminded me of Superior Foes of Spider-Man, and I know you guys aren't a fan of that. That's why maybe you don't like it. Well, I that's really, who wrote it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why. It, it, and the artist is the same one I, from Superior Foes. Hey, when, I opened, really? this, when yeah. I opened this book up and you have that first page in the dialogue, I was uh-huh. like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. But I, it, was, it was a slow... I hated you know, the main character. Oh, well, I couldn't I stand him. I think you're supposed to hate uh, him. But I, I'm sick of reading stories like that, yeah, though. Maybe. Just, I don't, they're playing out. Played like, out. Yeah. Like, we don't... How many, how many douchebag protagonists do we need? Mm-hmm. You know, because... Look, there's all kinds of different characters, and obviously there's tropes. You're you're gonna have the antihero. You're gonna have this kind of character, and whatever. But for once, I want a character I can root for and yeah. not feel bad about it. Like this guy, I was like, please get hit by a bus. <laughs> I I think. I think that's the whole point. I think you want him to get hit by a bus. And you see his antics. They're like, oh, this is so dumb. What, what? But it just makes me want to keep reading more about this guy. Like, what's, what bad thing is going to happen to him? You know? And I, I really liked it. I, you know, like I said. It, I think it's just my type of humor. Pro- maybe. Like, I have, look, I have a really goofy sense of humor, too, and whatnot. But, like I said last week, I I'm, was curious to see if there was something else that Nick Spencer wrote or mm-hmm. writes that I like besides Morning Glories. And I, nope. no, there's not. <laughs> like, I really want to, I'd like to actually sit down and have a conversa- conversation with Nick Spencer and just be like, dude, what? What what did you do different on all your other books than Morning Glories? Right. Because none of them do it for me. No, I think the question is, what do you do different on Morning Glories? Yeah, what, and just take <laughs> that mojo else. and put it on everything else, dude. Because I just I don't get it. I think the, never have I loved one book by one creator and disliked everything else, and that I just boggles my mind that he's the only guy that I feel like this about. Yeah, huh. Uh, I think it's just. Like I said before, this is my type of comedy. I love Ant-Man, the astonishing Ant-Man from him. And <laughs> sorry, I, I just <laughs> I was trying to like crinkle my bottle up without making it obvious. I just made it. Did worse. you have to crinkle it? Yeah, it's pretty it's, obvious. It's an OCD <laughs> thing, man. I'm sorry. Stress, stress reliever. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I just derailed this entire podcast. What was I talking about? <laughs> you, know, you, know who I, you know who I really liked in this book was the, I, I don't even know her name anymore, uh, the, the Internal uh, Affairs. The semi-girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, was that in there? I didn't even pick up on that either. Yeah. I know she, she was uh, frustrated. Cheryl she, Malone. Okay, Cheryl Malone. Um, she kind of really captured how I felt about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, She's like, you piece of shit. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, You know, I really like the art. The, I, the story just didn't do much I get kind of why some people are clamoring for it, but it... Yeah, it just, I was really curious. Look, this is one of those books for, for, for you guys that... Uh, and, and well, look, it's, an, it's another book that's really hard for me to sum up. I, I don't know. Somebody got killed. This guy... Has, he's a detective, but kind of. But he's like completely so disconnected think, and in his own no, little world. Basically, the the backstory of this is um, it's this detective and another detective who's later in, in the book. Uh, they're actually you know well they're detectives like I just said, but they're also pulling heists as well. They're so, dirty cops. Yeah, they're dirty. They're very dirty cops. They're oh. the dirtiest of the dirt cops. So, you know, they're kind of really uh, crappy people, uh, and. That's basically the, the story. A, a job go, that they, you know, that they make goes wrong, and now he has to suffer the consequences for it. So that's in the first four issues. Uh, I I read the first issue. I didn't read the other ones, okay. but that's basically it. 
God. Yeah, well, this is one of those books that was that that really caught fire, you know, when it first hit mm-hmm. the stands. First issue it's went to a fourth just so printing. Blah, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just couldn't stand the main guy, like you said. He just he drove me. You guys are crazy. <laughs> well, look, I'm just look, tired of those characters. There's, there's, yeah. Look, I mean, since the 90s, there's been a flood of the anti-hero, the jerk main character, the douchebag main character to play against the typical tropes mm-hmm. of what our good guys, our protagonists are. So much so, and I've always been like, the. I like the Boy Scouts. I like the Captain Americas, the Supermans. I like the 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 ones that are kind of exemplary of how you should be and whatnot. Mm. I don't like following like every so often it's fine like believe me i the, i like the range of characters but i feel like lately there's been so much of this let's push this snarky douchebag jerk protagonist without any character development mm-hmm. yeah you know uh, what i mean like yeah. there's never any actual real character development on these on these kind of characters that push them anywhere they just typically tend to be that for the sake of some sort of tongue-in-cheek kind of comedy mm-hmm. and that's just old it's worn it's worn out on me and mm-hmm. i think a lot of other people so i, I don't know like it, yeah like for me when i was reading the book it just seemed like a lot of the characters just followed stereotypes like he was the stereotypical douche guy they even had the stereotypical millennial guy and yeah, they had and they, they kind <laughs> of even the girl of you like she's kind of the stereotypical oh i'm gonna sit and be annoyed with the main guy kind of thing so it's just like eh all of nick spencer's books kind of uh, comedy books they follow you know the the, the douchey guy uh, with superior foes it was all villains so they were stealing puppies and, and stealing from you know little kids and stuff those are bad people obviously and Morning this Wars guy, does it well exactly I, I, that's why there's I said, one character that is but everybody else is actually girl. is a uh, really well fleshed out rounded personalities and stuff like that right that's why I said uh, comedic books um, uh, also then, for, he's, then he's not very funny to me <laughs> um, but with a st- I, I can see why you well there is no character development for the villains and for this guy but in Astonishing Ant-Man he does come off as a as a douchey character Ant-Man um, but by the fourth issue, you do see a little bit of character development. In the first three issues, you see him putting um, his daughter in danger because, you know... I read the first uh, issue, uh-huh. and once again, it was one of those things like, all right, right Nick Spencer, grab me, and get by, my attention. By the fourth issue, he had to but leave his daughter. Gotta, if you got to wait four issues to hook me, like, nah. Mm-hmm. I, it actually made me curious to go back and, and read the graphic novel again, but mostly because there was so much hype over this book and everybody said how good it was. And this issue really didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I, w- I wanted to see if, you know, if there was something I, I, I missed, you know, in not reading the first four or it just may not, you know, just may not be my thing. I think that's really what it comes yeah. down to for me also. It's just I I can kind of see why it's popular. It's just not for me. Right. So let's go ahead and do you got anything else no, you want to add? It. Kayla, anything you want to add? No? Nope. All right, let's do some star re- bleh, bleh, reviews. <laughs> uh, let's start with you, Kayla. What do you think? Uh, I'd give it about 2.5. I really like the art in it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Roger? Two and a half. I'm going to go two again because it's... Freaking Nick. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go four and a half because I just love Wow. Yeah, I love this book, wow. man. I was like, okay. dang, now I have to read the whole trade. Okay. <laughs> um, next up on the chopping block <laughs> of tonight's merciless like slaughter of every comic we read mm. is uh, all new X-Men number 13 by Dennis Hopeless 
and Mark Bagley. And I hated this one too. Big surprise. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, love this dun, book. Dun, dun, dun. I think this surprise, book made surprise. me almost kind of hate Roger a little for making me read right. this. Book. <laughs> wow! You guys are crazy. This it's book was great. Worst. This is not an X Men book. Worst this thing is, I've ever this read. Two thirds, three fourths of the X Men in a freaking nightclub. That's why it's so great. No, it's just, dude, I no. love I love stories that they're not always fighting the the, the oh, person. What? They're just going out and having fun. Those are great little one-shot stories go ahead I, I, yeah no i i understand mm-hmm. i like those too look i i i really when i back way back when i was a kid the avengers did an issue where jarvis had to clean up avengers mansion after you know it was wrecked and the whole issue was like him cleaning up after them <laughs> and i was like this is this is so weird i kind of like this mm-hmm. so i mean I, you know i do like the breaks from that era but Kayla and I were talking about this in the shop uh. yesterday, and look, okay for those for those of you not in the know, uh, the young Bobby Drake in the Marvel universe now because I think there's two, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. young Bobby. Are young, you serious? Young, I didn't know that. Uh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the oh the, my god the original X Men characters that they brought. <laughs> I, you know, I hate when they brought <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> when they brought Jean Grey and Beast yeah. and Bobby Drake. Okay, well, young Bobby Drake is apparently gay, mm-hmm. and um, in you know, in this book, basically, uh, they you know. Uh, Kid Apocalypse and some other chick take Bobby out to a gay nightclub in Miami to try and get comfortable with hitting on other guys. And to me, this came across as I I was like, oh, my God, I can't. You know, this is like a 40 year old guy, straight guy writing gay characters, Mm -hmm. trying to make it, you know, and it didn't work. It was like Kayla said to me yesterday. Nobody, what was the word you used? Nobody talks like that. What was the word no. I used? I don't forced. remember. You forced. You said it was forced. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's how I felt. I'm reading it. And look, I've had there's only I've I've had a lot of entertainment today. <laughs> um, having people read two pages in this book. Uh. Jonathan's got the comic here in front of me, opened up to it, <laughs> so I can see it because you know through the you know Bob Bobby's trying to go out and dance with these other guys and trying to make small talk and it's not working so he goes to the bar and some other guy starts up a conversation with him and they're they're like uh seem to be hitting it off <laughs> yeah they're, they're well. hitting it off and then and then the other guy touches Bobby's hand and I'm sorry but this is probably the reason that there ever was a comics code authority because then it's like he goes Whoosh. full Iceman, and then there's ice yeah. everywhere, and we'll yeah. leave it up to your imagination what that implies. Yeah, yeah that all over the bar, out, all over the guy, <laughs> yeah, all that's over. How it is. And it, you know, I was just like, oh my and he god, he gets embarrassed and what? runs out. What yeah. did we just read? Yeah, and then he meets another guy, and they start hitting it off, and then you end up finding out that there's inhumans and I don't know it just man didn't do it for me no. this, may, this may have been a, a little forced but it does show how awkward it can get I, I mean when someone touches you it, and oh you don't know, even defend this don't even defend the writing this. is just <laughs> not now. good I have I have anxiety problems and I would probably run out or you know yeah, do something and and look I get that mm-hmm. I don't need it in my comics. Like I just, I this this is the kind of story that that just would have made me 
rip this up and be like, why did I just waste four dollars to to watch a teen drama mm-hmm. in an X Men book unfold in a nightclub mm-hmm. with with maybe a fourth of the action at the end, and it's it's not even like it doesn't redeem the rest of the book because there's no actual real villain or anything. Turns out it's just another Inhuman that transformed that they had to calm down. So yeah. I, there's nothing about this, and I get it. If you it, look. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying I'm the final authority on anything but for me this if you grew up in the 90s watching the X-Men this is not it mm-hmm. if that's what you expect this is not it and it just didn't do it for me nothing about this particular book entrenched me in the characters didn't make me want to go back to any of the other all new X-Men issues especially you know considering that it's the the hopeless run. I mean, I, from what I understand, <laughs> Bendis had kind of a good run originally oh, yeah. on it, but mm-hmm. even yeah. then I hate Bendis so much at this point. I don't, you know, there's, there's nothing that drew me in once again in this, you know? So I, yeah. that, that's just how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah. I think I just, I just love the, it was angst and anxiety and it was all awkward. Typically I'm 32. Being, uh, I'm past angst yeah. and teenage stuff. I have to deal with that on a daily basis I, with students. I am not. I'm I typically am. like, you know, like, it's okay, buddy. You don't have to freak out. So that's like, that's all I felt. Yeah, you right. teach. Also, I teach that's kindergarten right. oh. so I can stay away from the angst and trauma. Um, I am the, my little baby. I am the most awkward, angsty person that, you know, probably set foot in. Well, I'm pretty sure there's more people that are more awkward than than I am but I I don't know I uh I enjoyed yeah, this you, book you, yeah but you did okay I mean you found a girl and yeah. had a baby and, yeah you know it all worked out ask her if it, if it was I, awkward or not well it was fucking up it, it's it was, awkward for everybody and I think look <laughs> I you know this book I'm, I'm actually a little bit conflicted by because there are Johnny like like you know you were alluding to you know there are things in this book that that everybody can connect with on some level my my problem was how it was cuz i'm i don't know i don't i don't i don't think i don't think that uh that hopeless made this he made it pretty natural, hopeless you know it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it was yeah it mm-hmm. was it was unnatural you know settings and yeah. dialogue the dialogue and, killed me because yeah. i'm like yeah people it, just i just felt like, like it was a rushed script to cash a check I, I and think, i hate saying that about marvel i really do but that's just i think where they're at i think he needed to focus more on the relationships you know that were going on in that club instead of it being two guys because honestly if it's just if he just thinks about it just being a guy and a girl or any other people it, it's fine it's completely fine but since he's focusing on it being two guys he makes it a little awkward yeah, yeah. But, right and they take Very look awkward. they take him to a gay nightclub in mm-hmm. miami how more stereotypical yeah. can <laughs> you get look i know that there are gay nightclubs in miami but you know did did you really have to take you know bobby into that environment to make this and happen. You could that, have written that story anywhere else and made it normal. Right, considering exactly. that Bobby was a stud too. Don't that's a yeah. That's, I mean, that's before a, Bendis went and just decided to change years and decades of history, Bobby was a stud. There's no reason that they have to teach him the freaking flirt. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they explained it as a defense mechanism. I don't care. No, it's it's yeah. dumb I, is what it okay. is. I, hey, I, okay. I understand. So, 
Yeah, you guys are right. This this was forced. The, the cl- I was like, why are they forcing? They're basically pushing him off the deep end. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's really. Um, Oh, yeah, it, 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 like you said, Roger, tough week on the review side of things. I, I like the story. Look, I wish look, he didn't focus I, on. Look, I'm not. It I'm, being not two guys. To, I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not trying to to knock anybody that does like this. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, this is my opinion. I I am in a different place in my life than than you are in yours, and different things angsty. are going to relate <laughs> differently to us. Um, this just didn't do it for no, me. I understand. All. I, so I can understand it's, it's why. It's cool. Like, look, like I said, I'm not the final say. And if you, people dig it, you dig it. Tell me, tell me so. But I, you know, I'll just say, not my thing. When, yeah. when I finished reading this, I was like, oh, this is this is really good. I was like, oh, the guys aren't gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, uh, did you have something else, Roger? No. I, look, I'm pretty open. I mean, I got I've got four kids. Uh, I'm I'm pretty liberal, um, and no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, remember, oh. I read the first page here, and what did I say after that? Go ahead. I said, do I have to finish this book? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, that was one page, and I was like, well, you need, I told her, I said, you need to get at least eight pages in, because you got to see Dairy Queen do his thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Write that down. I want to make that like a meme or something. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just took a look at that page, and I was like, oh, God, that you're right. That, that does not look good. So <laughs> let's do some star ratings. Uh, go ahead and start this one, Roger. Two. Two stars. Johnny? Three and a half. Okay. I don't like the art. Uh, point five. Point five? Oh, wow. I just, the writing just, oh, it drove me up, drove me up the wall. I'm gonna I go, I'm it. gonna go 1.5 just because it's Bagley. He, you know, yeah. he made the book at least, <laughs> he made the book, you know, tolerable for me, but I just, uh, I think yeah. I was so annoyed by the writing all the way through that it's just like everything else. I'm yeah. just like, and I just don't uh, like any of this. Everything else Yeah. So that's going to do it for the single issue new comic reviews that are out this week. Yeah. Thank God we chose Kingdom Come as a graphic novel. Which makes me so happy. We're going to do some lightning rounds first, though. Uh, Johnny, you want to go first? You prepared? You look like you're ready. Nope, not prepared. Not prepared? No, let's go ahead. All right, you got a timer, Matt? Go. Okay, so uh, on my lightning round, I'm going to talk about Brian K. Vaughn's and Pia Guerra's Why the Last Man. Uh, This book is... uh, What? Okay. (laughs) Roger's, Roger's looking at me weird. It made I'm me nervous. At him. Yeah, um, this book is about uh, a virus that kills off everybody with, uh, I believe it's a Y chromosome. The guys have a Y chromosome. All the dudes. Yeah, all the all the dudes. It kills every every male, you know, mammal, and uh, except Sounds for this. Like my kind of book. Yeah, you have not read this. No. Oh man, oh, this book is excellent. great. Basically, uh, except for one the one guy named Yorick, and and we don't know uh, why. Uh, at least at the beginning. And it just follows his uh, adventures of uh, these doctors and this um, soldier uh, trying to get him into a lab to basically uh, clone him and start the the human race once again. This is Brian K. Vaughn's best book. It is his best word. It is, it is his magnum opus. It is my favorite That's book. That's it? I have my eye on that absolute edition in here. I'm going to get it at some point. I think volume two is coming in next week. Oh. Two, two absolutes. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next, since I'm since I'm pseudo ready. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, so um, Karen Hernandez, Angel's mom, uh, had commented on the Facebook page about how uh, much she loves the podcast. So thank you, Karen. Shout out to you. Love um, you back. Yes, and but she, the she shared a story that um, she's got a daughter Celeste who is 
getting into art herself. And she had actually messaged Tyler Kirkham, who is one of the rotating artists on Action Comics at the moment. Thanks, Matt. Um, and he responded to her. He, he She wanted to know what kind of uh, pens or pencils a beginner should be using. And right. he actually gave her a bunch of information on how to get started and whatnot. So I just wanted to take some time to, you know, say that how cool that was. Um, you know, comic book artists pay attention to that stuff. Comic book writers pay attention to that stuff. And so, um, you know, support those guys. They, they, they know the fans care and they, they take time to, to respond. So, you know, if you guys are interested at Tyler Kirkham art on Instagram and Twitter, and he's a great guy. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Okay, Thank you, Karen. Ahead. Really? Throw the spotlight on me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about a book that Johnny was actually talking about last week, Avatar uh, North and South. It came out yesterday. Oh, did you read that? I just finished it last night because after reading those three books, I needed to read something good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I shouldn't have given a drink while you are saying that. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry. I've been a fan of Avatar The Last Airbender <laughs> since it came out back, I think, 2005, and I just, I'm loving all the comics that are coming out with it, mm-hmm. and this new one is dealing with, like, stuff going on in the Southern Water Tribe. Do they want to be more like the Ooh. the Northern Water Tribe, or do they want to stay, like, the way they were, and it's a big conflict going on, and I just, I love everything about it. The characters sound just like they do when you're watching the show, exactly. and the other stories, too, are all great. I will admit the promise, the one with when you find out about Zuko's mom, a little disappointing for me, mm-hmm. but otherwise still pretty good. And oh, I guess that's, that's about it. it. Right. Awesome! I Jean love Yang, the Water right? Tribe. Oh, the Water Tribe, huh? Jean Yang, right? Yeah. Who writes yes. it? Yes. Yeah. The Southern Southern Tribe should change, like, the North. Because, I mean, the North looks like they're doing pretty well for themselves. Read it, and you'll see. Mm. It's got got some pretty pretty heavy stuff in there. Roger looks like he's got a plan tonight. Yeah, kind of a (laughs) semi-plan. I'm going to have a little more fun. Kind of a a riff on what we did last week. This is going to be a first appearance (laughs) quiz. Are you guys okay? Comics are here. No, just a few. Just a well, I've got the year two bonus points for the year, but oh, first one, God, Moon Knight. What first t- appearance? Strange Tales. Where? No. Oh, what Damn issue? What comic? Oh. Werewolf by Night. Issue number. You are correct. No, I. Don't I know. had this issue when I was a kid. Number thirty-two, nineteen seventy-five. Oh, okay. Dang, good. I didn't get Moon Knight. Would have gotten that. Ms. Marvel. This is this is kind of tricky. Seventies. Carol Danvers. Captain Marvel. Ms. Mar- Ms. Marvel. Seventies. Yep. Oh, 73. Well, yeah, like I said, it was kind of, it's kind of tricky. Ms. Marvel number one, 1977. Carol Danvers. I knew it was 77. Carol Danvers' first appearance. Anybody? Carol Danvers, what? First appearance in comics? Carol Danvers' first appearance in comics. Captain, this is kind Captain of Marvel. It's so not. It was almost, almost a decade earlier. Really? Yeah. I, have no idea. I do not know Marvel. Is it Marvel, Captain? Marvel Superheroes number 13 with Captain Marvel. He oh, actually, yeah. she got her powers because he right. was protecting her yeah, from, from the explosion. Man. Mm. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman, Sensation Comics, nope. number eight. What? No, nope. uh, um, that was her first cover appearance. It was. Uh, oh, was it? It was. Um, oh, um, it was All Star uh, Comics number eight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, All Star uh, Comics number eight. Killing it, Johnny. Swamp Thing. Um, uh, House of Secrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was the year? Seventies. Uh, I was six. Eighty. You were I was six. six. I was six years old. I have no idea how old you are. 1971. <laughs> okay. Okay. Done. Thank I you. win. Good job. Okay. Good job, Jack. Game is way too hard. That was <laughs> much too difficult for me. It's kind of cool. I did not think that I was going to get that Moon Knight. I was like, right. by night. That was pretty good. No, I had. Yeah. I actually had that book. I, I knew half of those. The other half had to Google. 
Uh, okay, so Wonder Woman kills me. No, I forgot about All Star. Well, I thought it was Sensation too. Well, that's the and one I, was I think like, of is the cover. And I was like, right. And I was like, I should make sure. Oh, <laughs> crap. Okay. Yeah, uh, I went I went backwards. I was like, it's issue number eight, but I forgot. All-Star uh, All Comics, number eight. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to our graphic novel review, which is finally something good to talk about after the dismal three books we had to review. Poor Johnny. Uh, yeah, I know. Man. Sorry, Johnny. I'm in like a camp over here just it's, by myself. It's okay. Like Matt would have. No, no, it's probably okay. not. <laughs> I, I think Matt would have shared some of our opinions, too. Um, so we'll we're gonna, never know. We'll never know because he's producing tonight. Um, so we're going to review Kingdom Come uh, by Mark Wade and Alex Ross. And at the top of this particular trade, it says one of the greatest comic stories of all time by IGN. And gosh darn it, I agree. Kayla, agree or disagree? Complete disagree. No, you don't. Just kidding. What? <laughs> I just wanted to see if Jonathan would kick me out of the room. It's, it's about He's just going to knock down the table. I was like, just like, like, like have a heart Johnny, attack. Johnny, agree or disagree? I agree. I do agree. This is this is fascinating because this um, I'd read this another one that I'd read a long time ago and and really relished you know the fact to go go back and read it again and you know just like the name implies I mean there's there are some definite uh, biblical overtones yeah. for for this book and it's it's almost kind of a cross between the biblical. You know, revelations and and apocalypse and a Christmas Carol because yeah. you have you have the specter um, kind of acting as the, right. the ghost yeah. of Christmas or not Christmas past, but uh, Bob Marley, I guess, and whoever took Scrooge on the the trip. Yeah, Bob Marley took. Yeah, yeah. Not that Bob Marley. Oh, okay. Jacob like, Marley. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm okay. thinking I like, like singing red red wine. Dude, uh, I, 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 I want to see that. I want to see that rendition. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, with Norman McKay, and Norman McKay is a um, a pastor yeah. who ends up uh, getting these visions of the coming apocalypse. And Spectre kind of, you know, they show up all through this book as as you have. Um, well, first, let me give a shout out to Blake Starling because one of the things he yeah, when he and I were talking about this book this afternoon that I really didn't. Uh, it didn't sink in was these are actually the golden age mm-hmm. DC characters because mm-hmm. they don't really say they don't yeah. say Alan Scott they don't say Jake Garrett no, they but don't if you know your DC stuff that's that's who these guys are and it's kind of it's not a main canon type story it's an Elseworlds I guess you could say type story yeah um, yeah it's kind of like if if the if the golden age Justice League had you know, come thirty years into the future, that there were, you know, you didn't have the Silver Age and all this stuff. If this, if you had the Golden Age universe as its own world, and you went thirty years into the future, you mm-hmm. know, and what what you know these guys would um, would be dealing with, and you basically have Superman who who kind of gives up um, being being the hero. Yeah, ultimately, because, as much of a Justice League book as this is, it's a Superman story. Um, and I, I would uh, say it's a Trinity story. Yeah, it, it is um, for sure. I would agree. But man, do I love I love Superman's journey through this book. I it's, love it so much. It's fantastic. Well, because he loses hope. Yeah, he's you know, the, he he's gives the up. guy that yeah. is symbolizes hope, and he loses it. So kind of kind of goes off it just to become a farmer. Yeah. So and, and it's about you know his his journey back to to you know yes. remembering what it is that he stands for yep you know and what the people 
see him as. Yep. So, and kind of the overview of this is because you said you there's this coming apocalypse kind of thing, but it's not just that. It's also the old versus the new, the the two generations. Because you've mm-hmm. got the old school heroes, which are like we said, kind of the golden age. Mm-hmm. Um, heroes, and then you've got all these, you know, the kids and the grandkids of these heroes that are coming into their own. Yeah, exactly. Right. Those those the soft millennial kids. Heroes. Um, <laughs> uh, and and they don't have the same values as the previous generation of heroes. They don't uh, seem to be as connected to humanity right. the way that the previous well, generation no, and, was. Well, and Superman basically walks away because you have this this new hotshot hero called Magog. Who you know the, the, the tipping DC point? <laughs> the the tipping point was um, when Magog had had enough of Joker, yeah, and he kills him. Yep, and and Superman's like, I don't, you know, and well, the people embrace that. They're like, finally, somebody took this guy off the table, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so that's I think that was the the episode that caused Superman to walk away. And when Superman left, you know, it disheartened a lot of others, and and they left. Um, Kayla? Yeah, I like that part, too, because, I mean, how many of us haven't at some point thought, why wouldn't they just kill the guys after they just keep coming back? They keep killing more people. But they play that line so well, like, is it right to kill him, or is, you know, do you have to -hmm. to hold to that moral standard? And they, they... pull that like a tightrope through this story and it's done so well and but what happens kayla i want you to talk about this for a sec what happens in this world where what what do the heroes become when you have you know the the justice league basically hang up their hats and the other heroes uh what what becomes of them well in the book they basically become like they're like dictators or they're like big scary police force in a way well not necessarily police force but they'll do whatever is necessary unless you're in Gotham or or, (laughs) Bruce turns Gotham into a police state or Coast City or Flash does or Coast City Central City Central Central City City. I actually kind of loved that that was so extreme oh my god mm -hmm. I I have to say Alex Alex Ross's depiction of the Flash was one of my favorites so good I mean I, I love them all um, we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the art, but um, the p- depiction of Flash is, you know, he's he's kind of blurry, and, and he's and on multiple planes at this because it's so right. far. We have to talk about it. it's so far in the future that these guys, their powers are now at a level that we've never seen. So Superman is basically impervious to kryptonite. The Flash right. is now this blur that's on two or three different planes of existence because he moves so he's fast. Always, yeah, he's, he's drawn like always out of focus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just this constant motion. Like I yeah. love the, like you said, the depiction of him. So um, like Alan Scott, Green Lantern, is so powerful with his will that he merged the lantern to himself and is able to create a, and sustain a what is it the watchtower or a right. planet or whatever it's, it's like some kind of massive space station yeah that he's uh, 24 hours he's got yeah. maintained so I mean their their powers are off the charts um, which is awesome yeah this story is great yeah, Johnny what did you think of it because we haven't heard heard your take on it yet right. this this story well like I just said it, it's great it, it has mixes of uh, you know the apocalypse which which I just love and 
I, I, don't, I don't know how to really put it into words. It, it, it's just a great a future Elseworld story that basically has uh, superheroes pitted against the new, the new superheroes, and you see what uh, havoc they cause. Uh, I, I want to move on to the art because, honestly, I don't like it. I don't no. think no. I don't think Alex Ross works very well in sequentials. I look. I'm going to say this. Alex Ross is not typically a guy that I ooh and awe over. Yeah. But this book is it's his best work. I love it. I love everything about the way that this book looks. Yes, I will say it, it is some of his best work. But I like I said, it's fun and great to just look at but as telling a story a sequential story i don't see it i when i see this uh, this page right here it's uh, page 106 in this in this trade i see this guy that's far away supposed to be far away i see him as small this guy's just up here just planted i don't see any movement i i don't I besides dis- the flash i disagree i i i he, love the it way it looks, looks. It, and for anybody that ha- is unfamiliar with alex ross it's Painted, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's, it's pencil, photorealism. Yeah, photorealism. I, I think that I think I heard somewhere that like Superman was like his neighbor. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he takes pictures of, of these guys. Really, these, these are real people that he takes that he takes photos of. Really, and it's his style is is photorealism. That's awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm I like, didn't know that. And I, I'm sorry, but the the fact that that this Wonder Woman is like out there in in the world i'm like <laughs> oh my god where and, and and superman and and batman all these guys you know yeah i, I think the the art is is great just to look at but i don't i don't see it telling a, a good story I, I i that's just me thoroughly wholeheartedly disagree mm-hmm. i get well, i get your opinion on it and whatnot but this look this story is near and dear to my heart and this was one of the first times i think i ever saw anything done by alex ross so the story itself being what it was but then the the look of the book being what it was it was one of those things when i came across it i was like yes the, all, all the yes in all the world the, like right now yes the first ever time i read this i had trouble reading it because I was like, oh god, there's just too much going. I have to differentiate what uh, the things are because his. It's a picture, John. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But, this but, is a person. But the things in the the drawings, I have to differentiate. Okay, that's a different color, so that's probably a different person. And this person's not small; he's far away, but he looks small to me. Well, when I first picked up the book, I kind of had a similar thing where I looked at it and I was just kind of like, eh, yeah. on the art. But once I actually started reading it and it was like had the callbacks like Revelations and all that stuff in it, it just kind of fit well with it. Mm-hmm. And you have the Golden Age like superheroes and like it just looked kind of like an old paint, older paintings like you guys it, it said. Works, it just kind of fit with the story. It for works me. great for the story. It's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I just. If I came across that book and I didn't know anything about it and I just looked at the art, probably wouldn't have picked it up. Yeah. I'll I, be honest. I, I do love the art. I want to, like, you know, own something and doubt it uh, and hang it up on my wall. But as to read a comic, I do not mm-hmm. want to read Alex Ross art on a, a comic. You know, now, it's just too much work for me. <clears throat> there was one thing in this book that kind of weirdly annoyed me, mm-hmm. and I'm probably the only person who noticed it, but I just want to see. It seemed like every single speech bubble had two to three words that were bolded like constantly mm. you're you're not wrong i'm opening i'm, I'm i have the book in front of me right here and yeah i oh just my i like to read those emphasized when i'm reading the book and i just there was a point where i had to set the book down because i was getting really annoyed with how many words too were many bolded. too many that were emphasized and that doesn't take away from the story it's still a great story it's just it just annoyed me a little bit the people are too shiny 
Okay, well, I'm going to stop talking about okay. that. But the no. diner, would you not love to go I eat at that diner? I love the diner scene. I would so this go book eat is at that great. diner. Don't get me wrong. You know, this book this, is amazing. This has probably one of the best fights. Oh, yes. Oh. Between... Should I spoil Which it? Which one? Should I... The big oh. one. Mm. Should Fight I spoil ending. it? Broke my heart. Broke my heart. Probably shouldn't. Well, I mean, you spoil the Joker okay, thing. Pick up this book and read it for yourself. Superman fights Tune somebody. Tune out for like 30 seconds. No. And oh my God, I love the way it's resolved. Well, oh. you know. Well, you know. Well, it's Shazam. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows. Uh, well, so I think, good. I mean, coming in there, I mean, you know it. Uh, it's been right, 20 I mean, years. You know it's yeah. been on the cover. Madison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, it is technically on the cover. No, uh, I, 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 I love Billy's whole story arc oh, through there. Yeah. I mean, you feel, you feel for him. Yeah. And, I mean, he's basically a pawn of Lex Luthor. And, oh, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. What a fantastic story arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's so great, the, uh, man. Uh, that was one of the things. Like when I, as a you know, like when I first read this, I and I got to that part, I was just like, oh my gosh, yes. Well, because the one so, thing that Superman's really kind of vulnerable to is it, magic. At this, uh, yeah, he that's a weakness that he has, and especially at this point, because like I said, their powers are so far advanced. Right, magic's really one of the only things that you can do to combat this Superman. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and it, it happens a couple of times in this book because uh, he cuts himself on Wonder Woman's blade. Mm-hmm. And she's like, careful, that could trim the <laughs> electrons off an atom. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, him having to face Shazam at, oh, man, it's it's a great climactic moment yeah. in this book. So. I really liked in the book that it seemed like there were a couple of different times where you're thinking, oh, well, then this this is the way the story's going to go so they can get out of this whole thing. And it just never went that way. Yeah. And it just got. That's that oh. that's Mark Wade at his best. Like I, he just yeah. There's a there's an epilogue mm. in the, in the book too that that's that's one of my favorite scenes in comics and it's it's the Trinity mm-hmm. you know and they end up because you have like uh, Kayla mentioned earlier that you have this superhero themed restaurant mm-hmm. and you know you your your waiters and waitresses are like Robin and and Green Lantern and, and Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman and flash yeah. yep and all of the the drinks are served in in superhero in superhero cups, cups and mugs uh, yeah. there's a martian think, manhunter back there yeah fun, yeah. fun fact <laughs> I, I think this was printed later uh the epilogue was printed later for the collected edition and wasn't originally in the first four issues oh that's that's oh. cool that's Sweet. good to know um i i love that scene me too and it <laughs> and it it says it says so much about the Trinity mm-hmm. and about their friendship, um, and I, I'm not going to go into too much more on that because you got to read it. Yeah, I love what a curmudgeon Bruce is. Bruce, yes. like he's, I mean, he's already a curmudgeon, but as an old man, like he's the best um, old man ever. He's like coffee, <laughs> keep it coming. Yeah, um, he's giving a steak, well, well done, done. and oh, she's like, which one? He's, he's like, like steak, steak well, well done. done. He just hands her the menu, doesn't even bother to like specify. It's so great. And then it's like it comes to the table, it's like medium. Yeah, and he starts to you know say Complain. something. Superman's like, I got like, this. Clark yeah. has the eye. Yeah, just yeah. he visions it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like a, it's a great quiet scene. Yeah, and. It, Rarely, in my opinion, can you pull something like that off and still have the the that punch behind it, you know? Yeah. Like, the whole purpose of that was to really kind of wrap up everything that happened and showed their relationship. And Right, because the the 
the rest of the comic, I mean, the the four issue series that was Kingdom Come is, I mean, it's heavy. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going down, and there's you know the heroes are facing, you know, the kind kind of trials and tribulations, and I mean that in a biblical sense that they they don't they're not accustomed to facing. Yeah, you know, um, like for Wonder Woman, I mean, she's she's been kicked out of Themyscira. Because mm-hmm. they said her, you know, her the Amazon said her whole, you know, purpose was to bring peace to the world of man, and, she, and they deemed that she had failed. Yeah, so, they stripped um, her of her title on top of yeah. that. Um, so she's kind of she's a pariah and an outcast uh, in this world, and she wants, and because basically she ends up coming to the the conclusion that well. If I can't do it diplomatically, then I'm going to do it by force. Yeah, because Superman's kind of what he gets brought back into this whole thing. And he decides, like, dude, I'm going to bend all these new superheroes over my knee and spank them until they freaking start, you know, living up to what they are. Right. Like, and he's like, look, I've tried setting the example. I'm going to teach you guys whether you want to be taught or not. And Wonder Woman's like, let's do it. Like, she's not the first one. I know, she's suiting up. (laughs) Yep. She's already got the helmet on and everything. She's like, all right, Clark, I'll follow your lead. And she, you know, she's like, you got to own this. And yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. So. Oh, man. It's because I don't want to I don't want to get too spoilery because I want people to read it. There's a there's a few things that happen in this book that we really just can't talk about because they're I mean, all the feels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Any last comments, Johnny? You're already pouring through (laughs) (laughs) like in the back of the book. Like I said, I really like the art for covers and splash pages. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a fan of the sequentials. But man, you can't stop. And not look at his art. There in yeah. the in the collected edition, there's a bunch of lineups of the 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 golden age and then the new age and stuff like that. And it's just yeah, like yeah. And I think we have more of the the anniversary hardcovers coming in next week. I really want them to put the absolute back into print. I they really should. want they them should. to put the absolute back into print. I would love an oversized. Final thoughts: edition. Just read this book. It's great. What's your star rating on it? Four and a half. Four and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say about four and a half too. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. Because mm-hmm. it's it's my kind of story. Yeah. Too many bolded words. <laughs> That's the one. Kayla just marked it down because the bold words alone. Shiny people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and shift over to some what we like to call previews, which are our <clears throat> upcoming comics for next week. It's a big week next week. Is, I mean, yeah, this week was pretty big. Uh, next week, next week's pretty big too. So, uh, we'll start off with DC Comics, Aquaman number seven, and I believe that's the start of a new story arc. Batman yep. number seven, that's the start of Monster Men. So we're getting a lot of the the second um, wave of of story arcs mm-hmm. um, with Rebirth. Yeah, just a heads up um, to all of our, which most of our stores, DC fans now. Thank you to. Uh, you know DC Comics and Rebirth, um, but just a heads up with with most of the issue sevens, uh, comic shops lose their hundred percent returnability. So, you know we're going to be a little bit tighter on inventories with those. Make sure um, if you're here in the shop, make sure that they're on your pull list. Um, not that I mean we 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 don't expect to run out, but just to be safe, uh, so that we can have accurate inventories. You know, because a lot of the rebirth books have gone to second and third prints, yeah. and people and have I'm missed not out. Sure, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that these will. Okay. So anyway, 
Cool. Put them on your pull list. Uh, we got Cyborg number one, Green Arrow number seven, Green Lanterns number seven, Harley Quinn number four, Injustice Gods Among Us Year Five number eighteen. That's probably getting. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's ending uh, pretty soon, and uh, Injustice uh, two uh, from the original writer Tom Taylor is starting up soon. Yeah. Okay. So we've probably only got a couple more issues on that mm-hmm. before it's done. Uh, Justice League number five, Lucifer number ten, Nightwing number five. Raven number one of six. Is this a miniseries? Yep. Okay. Does say one of six. I, uh, yeah, no. I just I was surprised. Like, guys, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard about that one yet. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, Superman number seven. Yes. Trinity by Francis Manipal is finally coming out. Written and whatever crazy art that guy decides to put on because it's not typically pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trinity number one, and I am so looking forward to that book. I can't um, wait. Yeah. It, 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 he's been posting all kinds of really cool uh, teasers on his Instagram, and, and I love it. Yeah, and we're reviewing that next week. We are reviewing that next week, so whoop, whoop, double fun for me. Um, so I'm getting Superman and Trinity all in one week. I'm, I'm a happy camper. Uh, Wonder Woman 77 <laughs> special number four, and that's going to do it for all the DC books coming out next week. Uh, with Marvel Comics, we're going to list off the Civil War 2 tie-ins and miniseries first. Uh, first, there is Civil War 2 number five of eight, finally after, what, two months? Yeah. Two months? Oh, well, two and a half? It's a been month a while. And a half. Month and a half? Did we read the number four on the first episode? We did. Yeah. Was that the very first episode? I think episode? it was the second episode. First episode. First episode, I, I think. Know, so that's... That was all the first episode. Yeah. Almost, almost two months. Wow. Holy crap, you're right. Man, Marquez. Dude, we love you, but hurry up. <laughs> um, uh, so that's number five of eight. Is that eight's the complete, right? Or is it extended to one more now? I think eights is the complete. Eight. Eights yeah, complete because it, it was seven. Yeah, but right. Zero issue too. Freaking eight. Oh, yeah, I hate but eight, eight's not coming out until like February. Oh, we know. Oh my god. Okay. Agents of Shield number nine, all new Wolverine number twelve, Civil War two choosing sides number six of six, Civil War two X Men number four of four, Guardians of the Galaxy number twelve, International Iron Man number seven, Power Man and Iron Fist. Johnny's raising his hands. <laughs> That's his jam. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's great. It's, uh, you it, know what? I it's one that I do eventually want to check out because uh-huh. every cover I've seen, it looks really cool. It, it's really fun and. Uh, it says here that it's a Civil War tie-in, but it's really not. You can oh, God. Yeah. so no, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I know. I just it, because it, it, so it, you have a gratuitous panel that <laughs> maybe that shows Captain Marvel maybe. or something. Yeah, but it, it's really fun, really great art, great. Pick it up. Cool. Venom Space Knight number twelve, and that's gonna do. Or yeah, that's gonna do it for all the Civil War two tie-ins and miniseries. What are you shaking your head so for? So many tie-ins. I know. That's why mm. I stopped reading Marvel. Yep. <laughs> Got really tired. Uh, okay. We're gonna be reviewing next week, correct? Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number eighteen, and what is BDMN? Be- before uh, Dead No More. Before Dead No More. Oh, okay. But actually, okay. this um, the story title that they're going to be going with is clone conspiracy oh you mentioned that last week matt yeah um and that's by slot and giuseppe Cumincoli. Yes, i misspelled this guy's name i, yeah, I spelled I it phonetically so i would pronounce it right so uh, we're gonna be reviewing we're, this book uh next week and now i will get to see which spider spider-man book is the best <laughs> you're gonna base that off one issue yes <laughs> 
Clearly. You read that answer really this fast. Pretty good. I think you've already got your mind made up on that, Johnny. <laughs> Spidey for the win. Um, after that, Astonishing Ant-Man number 12, Carnage number 12, Deadpool versus Gambit number five of five, Extraordinary X Men Annual number one, Karnak number five. I feel like that's should be a that's lot on higher. Five. That's yeah. that's on like the you know How three many times like the quarter year ago number one. Are the, you serious? The quarterly schedule. Yeah, because I remember like seeing like number four a while ago. Warren Ellis, man. Are you serious? Uh, okay. Mighty Thor number 11, Punisher number 5, Uncanny X-Men number 13, Vision number 11, and Vote Loki number 4. And that's it for the normal Marvel comics. Up next on our indie comics list, we have Aliens, Life and Death number 1 of 4, Archie number 12, Chew number 58, which is getting close to ending, which makes me sad, but at the same mm-hmm. time, very, it's, very it's building to an epic Three conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Empress number... What? Go ahead. Oh, no. Just a heads up. We're going to be reviewing Chew, uh, volume we, number one at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. So something it, to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, makes sense, right? Um, Empress number six of seven is out next week. Horizon number three. I hate Fairyland number nine. Invader Zim number 13. Gem and the Holograms number 19. Manifest Destiny number 23. Micronauts number six. There's a lot of indie books yeah, this week. Yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number uh, number seven. Oh, what? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> um, My Little Pony Friends Forever number 32. And then we are reviewing for our indie book next week Rick Remender's new title with Jerome Opeña, Opeña, excuse me, Seven to Eternity, number one, and I'm looking forward to that book. Yeah, it me looks too. awesome. All the uh, the little teasers that Opeña's put out and that Remenders put out of Opeña's, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look great, looks so good. Um, and and from what I understand, it's kind of a sci-fi uh, fantasy. Western. I you know what? That's like East to West. No, no, no it, yeah, it's not necessarily like Western Western. It's. It, I, this is a, this is another book that's going to be tough to like. Wait, so you sold me on fantasy and then you lost me at sci-fi. So which one is it? It's a bit of both because mm. he's dealing with worlds. a he's dealing with a god mm-hmm. that can like, I guess, give him everything he needs to survive. But he like hates this god on the, and it's like this kind of fantasy landscape. But there's looks like there's kind of like some sci-fi elements to it too because it doesn't look like it's Earth. Okay, we'll see you next week then. Trust me, if if Roger has any of the Image Plus magazines, there's a big spread in one of them. I can't remember which one it was. Okay, but it well, looks, maybe I'll it, take a look at that. It looks cool. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but you know, uh, sci-fi and fantasy aren't mutually exclusive. When, when I think of you sci-fi, know? I see like space and computers and stuff. No, yeah. But you can, I mean, you can have, but, you can have both. I mean, sci-fi is mostly just, you know, advanced tech. And it's not like, so like beam me up Scotty advanced tech in this mm-hmm. book, especially when you see, when you see the look of this, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Cause it's not, it's not that slick futuristic looking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's got a fantasy kind of semi medieval right. look to it. Next it's week. like if, if, you know, if the Star Trek crew beamed down onto the Skyrim planet. Oh, like, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> that's good, Roger. No, I don't like that. That's good. Oh, well, you you can that. be a red shirt. <laughs> 
Alrighty. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. I, I'm curious to see what you we'll, think. We'll when see we next week what, what we think. Uh, then we've got Team Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ongoing number sixty two, and then uh, a Wicked and Divine eighteen thirty one one shot. That kind of interests me. Yeah, that, that interests me too. I love that. That's series. one of those books. Like Kieran Gillen's not one of my guys, but. I read that that series in trades and it's really good. Oh, it's so good. Devout following. Yeah. So I didn't realize he was having a one shot out. That's neither did that I. That might be something I pick up. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do it for all of our single issues coming out. Then for new graphic novels, we've got the coloring DC Supergirl trade paperback, Doctor Strange Omnibus hardcover, Fables Deluxe Edition hardcover volume thirteen. And then there is the Justice League trade paperback, finally, of the Dark Side War Part 2. Man, part you one. get the... You get the, uh, the, the trade paperback, trade paperback part, one. part 1. Part 1 hardcover. Yeah, part 1. Finally. And then uh, after that, the hardcover of Volume 8, which is Dark Side War Part 2, is out. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so after next week, Matt's probably going to be begging for us to review this story. <laughs> I think really, it's so good. Oh, it's man. a really great uh, story. Yeah. yeah. And then we're reviewing next week... Uh, Ghost Rider Volume One: Engines of Vengeance to coincide with Agents of Shield launching. That's, correct. That's a yep. great name for uh, a t- uh, for a trade. A trade? Yeah, Engines especially, of Vengeance. especially with him driving the yeah. car. He oh drives. man, that's great. So, um, as always, this is not the complete list of all the new releases. If you want that, people have to go to HorizonComics.com. Click on the new release tab. Uh, yep. <laughs> Get a look at all the books coming out next week. All right. After that. Oh, let me just say too, um, the the Doctor Strange uh, uh, omnibus omnibus seventy five dollar book for the omnibus twenty percent off here sixty bucks and you can get caught up on all the Doctor Strange before the movie drops. Is this current so, Doctor Strange or is no, this? No, I don't think so. No, it's older. Older. The older okay. stuff. Because yeah, I was about to say, there's not enough for an omnibus no. out yet. Um, so that's going to bring us to some news and. Bad news. Like I said last week, is I'm sure like as I have soon three as, things. Do you have three things? Yeah. Well, last let me let me kind of jump back to last week because I said as soon as as soon as we record this, something big will break the next day, and yep. sure enough, they confirmed who Deathstroke is going to be played by the next day, which was the guy we were talking yeah, about, Joe um, Manganiello. Yeah, or Manganiello is what somebody's on <laughs> on the, on a nerd site said. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Your pronunciation sounds better, but that's what I heard somebody else <laughs> say too. So I don't know. I'm foreign. So I just don't know. Anyway, Manganello, it, that sounds like a Froyo combination. <laughs> anyway, that guy's gonna be Deathstroke, and I think it's gonna be awesome. That Froyo sounds really That's good. good. So Matt, what do you oh. got for us? Uh, I just see on Comic Book Cosmic Book News right here. It looks like a Margot Robbie is gonna be producing a Harley Quinn yes. spinoff. Ooh. That's yes, from Suicide Squad. So she's starring and executive producer. She so. was good at Harley, as Harley Quinn. I haven't seen it. Yet. I you I know what? Her. I could have called that the minute I came out of the theater. I'm like, yep, Harley Quinn standalone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, All right. What else you got? Uh, next one was Stan Lee is getting an action movie developed by Fox. Wait. It's not a biopic. It's going to be an action movie starring a 94 year old man. Starring, I guess, someone playing Stanley. No, think. oh, it's got to be Stanley. No, Brian. No, I want it. I want it to be Stanley, and I just want him to have action body doubles, like so he can like look like he's doing like freaking diehard stuff. That sounds great. But as 94, that yeah, great. it's not a biopic though. It's going to be an action movie. movie yeah. I want him jumping out of buildings, firing like, you know, rifles and stuff at bad guys. Like, I want him doing kung fu, but I want it to look like Stan Lee. And I want him, Stan Lee, to be the guy that does all the, like, normal stuff. That's really weird. Um, The last and maybe most exciting piece of news is that 
Apparently, Jonathan Hickman has been tweeting. He's been at the DC office. Yes, I yes. Met, I sent this out to. I don't, did I send it to you guys? Yeah. Also, I sent it to yeah, Roger. I, I sent it, it to Blaine. So. Um, he said, uh, "Thanks, DC office." Or he says, "Thanks for the free copy of Doom Patrol number one uh, that I got at uh, the DC offices when I visited earlier, so or something like that." That is interesting. And he, but this is not the first time he's done. He's done this a couple times where he he mentions specifically DC's offices and being there. What and, a tease, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I am waiting for something that, like, he, he tweeted out something um, a while ago, but right before Rebirth came out, where he said, okay, DC executives, you can stop emailing me. I'll do it. I've destroyed one comic universe. I'm not afraid to do it again. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was that. like, uh, what? You know what? He's probably writing the the new Rebirth event book that'll be coming out probably There's in the event next book? six to eight months. You know yeah, I mean? they're going to be doing yeah. something. Yeah. There's something coming because they've DC has specifically said the whole integration of the Watchmen thing with the rebirth stuff. That's a slow burn. They have a two year plan for that. It would not at all surprise, which I'm okay with. Look, look, I'm okay with that. As long if it's a good story and, it, and they do it right, perfectly fine for it to take that time. Especially he does things right. Espe- yeah, especially if Hickman is involved because he could be totally architecting some of this stuff for them, which is why it's going to take time because that's Hickman's style. Like his Avengers run was four years? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, and two different titles. And Avengers different titles. and New Avengers. Yeah, yeah. and they had years. to go bi-week or bi-monthly yeah. or twice or a month, title. excuse me, for, for the Avengers just to get the story to where it needed to be. I don't think I can handle another, my mind can't handle another Jonathan Hickman book, honestly. Oh, my mind can. My mind crazy. <laughs> So it. good. It's so empty. I read Black Monday what, Murders number two earlier today before I got here, and I'm just know, I'm I like, heard, give me I, all the Hickmans. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to oh, yet. Man, I the uh, two. I mean, the, look, the, the the two books that I wish we had reviewed this week were Black Monday Murders number two and All Star Batman. That's what I'm reading when I get Which home. is funny because I said, you know, I, look, uh, you know, on the last time we reviewed that book, I gave it a two and a half, and and I, I confided to Jonathan, you know, this week, I was like. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I think I was just—I think I was probably you know too hard on Snyder because I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that book. Yep. So that's how you know. Yeah. I think I think I would have disliked those books if we reviewed them. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like. Which well, one? Black, Black Money Murders. Yeah. Oh. It was too much for me. I couldn't handle it. Oh. You gave it a four and a half on that show. And then I was like, oh my god, I'm so <laughs> overwhelmed. Much. I can't do it anymore. Um. One of the other news pieces that I have, uh, and it kind of pertains to comics because there's a comic based off of this show, they've confirmed that regular show is going to be ending at season eight, which kind of bums me out. I want to cry. Yeah. I need that, to catch up. That's a great it's show. such a good show. But the, the good thing is about their seasons, there's like 64 episodes a season because they're 11 it's minute weekly. episodes. And it's weekly. Yeah. It goes, like a season goes for a year. Yeah. So, so I get I get one more year of regular show basically. Probably yeah. I, don't quote me on the amount of episodes, like three but months. but each each season has progressively gotten longer and longer. And once you get into like seasons five and six and all that, it's just like an onslaught. The That's more regular show I can get, the better. Yeah. Anybody okay. else got any interesting news points? Yeah, oh, I've got some news uh, for everybody out there. Okay, I found out last uh, Thursday or Friday that the the Hanjin uh, Ocean Freight Shipping Company filed for bankruptcy. Oh, you told me this yeah. yeah they've got like 80 80 freighters full of cargo on, the, on the pacific that they can't afford to dock because they can't pay their bills okay what who this, is this means who, who explain Han, what this company is hanjin is an ocean freight 
shipping company. You've seen the the shipping containers on the back of trucks that say Hunjin? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. They're they're big metal containers. They're one of the biggest in the world, okay? They ship product from Asia to America. It's like toys and, and all over. paper yes. and big containers. Giant container ships with like a thousand containers, two thousand containers on them. Gotcha. Yeah. I know what that is, but like what do they primarily ship? Anything? Anything? Everything coming from China. Okay. It's gotcha. a South Korean company sense. and and they're one of the biggest uh trans Pacific freight companies wow so it's gonna happen okay we're not gonna get cool stuff for a while yeah so hey th- no this is just a heads oh, up you no. guys seriously you uh do do your christmas shopping early who who knows what's on those ships i, this was I don't good know news. but oh no no it's oh. not it's by far from good news i mean we're you know we still get shipments from diamond every week uh there's some lag in in diamond supply chain so i mean we do have stuff coming but there's stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there that's likely to be delayed. So if there's stuff that that you think you know expect to see in uh, October, November, it may not get here. I would do totally your Christmas like shopping early. Yeah, who knows? I Unless don't they know figure something come. out. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's in bankruptcy court right now. And um, who knows how long that's going to take? I have no idea. So yeah, but yeah, if we get any updates, we'll pass them on. Cool. Yeah. Any other cool things? Anything that's not so sad? Yeah, that wasn't cool. <laughs> I just don't want it. Like, if there, if if the the Justice League action figure sets of like Capullo or right. the 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 updated Rebirth Justice League set of action figures is on there, I will be so sad. Well, I have so, some news. Uh, new a new Night Owl uh, suit. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Batman suit for Justice League. Just had to bring this up. <laughs> Just had to bring this up. Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Tell us what you think of it. It looks like Night Owl from Watchmen. It does not. Search for yourself. Go to Zack Snyder's Twitter it, and compare it to is, Night Owl. It's it's the same director. He's and like Matt pointed out, he's got a style. He, right. He's he's got a, a look to how he does things. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, he's not going to be wearing those freaking gargle, goggles goggles the entire time right. he's in that suit. I think they're going to light up. That's going to be cool. I think. I honestly think we're going to see, because if you look at the head and you look at the goggles, I think we're going to see him on like the back glider. Mm, that's cool. I think that's what's leading up to that. Because it's originality. a tactical suit, right? So you got to be quiet coming in. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. So We shall see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anybody field some questions for us this week? I know we got a couple of nice comments from some, some no people. No one took me up on that dare. <laughs> <laughs> no one took you up yet. 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 Who knows? I might take you Name up on Name all stations from Lost. What? Name all stations from Lost. Um, that's another show. <laughs> it's not this show. That's you wanted a lost podcast. question, so I give you a lost question. I, I, a few I, years ago, and I'd have answered that. He can't remember anymore. He's a poser. Uh, I'm usually like really good with trivia, but that's something I never... Hit me up if you want to know why I won this time, too. <laughs> Calm down, kid. <laughs> well, then. Dude. I'm just, I'm uh, just round, a round robin question from Carlos. Mm-hmm. He wants to know if you could only pull one comic from this this Wednesday, what would it be, Johnny? What, what comes out this Wednesday? Look behind uh, you. Oh, oh, all right. Wait, this Wednesday? Uh, the fix. No, oh, no, 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 Black no. Monday murders. Carlos, you sadistic jerk. That's okay. a hard question. Give me one second. Black Matt, Monday murders. Black Monday murders. I, oh. Oh, there's like four of my favorite oh, books up like there. It'd be, it'd be a toss up between. Jeez. It'd be a toss up between Black Monday murders or Action Comics. No, God, no, <laughs> never. Um, action Comics uh, or or Black Monday murders. Because oh my God, I, I'm loving both of those. Yeah. 
so yeah. that I, I don't know like I, I just Powerpuff throw Girls <laughs> okay yeah uh, Black Money Murders for me mm. yeah. hands down Kayla it's really hard One there's comment. like a bunch I know well it's as painful. long as I can get the other ones next week <laughs> <laughs> that's right. a good point uh oh uh, probably all new Superman I'm actually oh, really yeah, interested in what's going to happen with that one. That's actually that's a good choice too. Really Gene, good. Gene Yang is is killing it with that book. Like everything with an S has been really good. I've yeah, you guys that. should definitely check that it's out. Good. It's, it is it's good. It is fun. Writer of Avatar, so it's yeah. good. It's yeah. really fun. Oh, okay. It's really fun. Ooh, I like fun. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Superwoman came out too. Oh, Black, you see what Black, I mean? I know Black Money Murders though, but oh I'm my safe. god, I that's Carlos. That's tough. That's a tough question. I think um, Karen uh, Hernandez also had a question about um, whether or not any of us would be checking out the Long Beach Comic Con. That's right. And well, I you know, already the, have plans. That's this weekend. That's oh, this that's weekend. this weekend? Then no. I work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every day? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Friday and Saturday. There's, um, They're open Sunday? There's two cons in Long Beach. It's there's just Saturday, one Sunday. In April, I want to say, yeah. and then there's one you know coming up this week. Yeah, one's an expo. Yeah, I, I think exactly. this one is the Long Beach Comic Con. Yeah, I don't know the difference. If More I had artists, known about uh, it, I probably would have been able to prepare and set some money aside and whatnot. But I, I am not yeah. at the age where I can be impulsive and drive and the, do stuff like that anymore. Mm. Kayla, do they have one day left? Uh, when I checked online, it didn't look like anything was sold out. If you go Saturday, it's only $35. Sunday, it's $30. If you want the weekend, it's 55 If you go the day of, it's $5 more. Well, those okay. prices sound like uh, familiar. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. But it's just going to be Saturday and Sunday, now Friday. Okay. Huh. Yeah. At the Wait, you're, you're Long going? Beach Convention. I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. I was kind of I'm, interested because it's something to do, but also rather, I'm very tired. I would rather go to like WonderCon or something. Oh, the, I miss WonderCon this yeah. year. Long Beach, Long Beach is Long Beach is, from what I hear, a very good con. I know for for you guys out there, Ryan Kincaid is actually coming back from Kansas, uh, to to be at that show oh, for really? three days. Okay. Ray Height's going to be down there. Another local guy. Hey. Um, I was looking. I was looking at the artist and and writer lineup, and it was it was. It was pretty good. Hmm. Sweet. Thanks, Karen. This week. Check right. it out. Wish I could go. Another question? Anybody? No, no more questions. No. We're gonna we gonna talk about Ben DuPay later. Oh hey, yeah. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. so, you're the one that got the message. Right. I got a message somehow. I don't know if it was in my head or what. Hey Ben uh, Ben DuPay with uh, Nerd Church Radio has got a podcast out Rainy. there. And um, I got a message from him, and Ben, I I can't find the message anywhere. I don't know where it is. Uh, (laughs) Here's the thing. I think it was on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, and we think we remember what the question was, but we're not sure. (laughs) So could you send that to us again? Yeah, shout out to to Ben and Nerd Church Radio for... they found us. I don't know how you found us, but thanks for listening. We appreciate it. I mean, we are on the internet. And and so Ben had had a question about... New Fifty Two books. I want to say that, it's New Fifty Two stories or books that that you know were the, are really good. That were under the radar or yeah. not as well known. Right. I think if right. if we're not you know if we're not we're going to answer right, that question. Yeah. And if if it's if it's the wrong question, Ben <laughs> oh, hit well. me up again and we'll answer that one next week. I mean, even if, it, if it's uh, the wrong question, send us more questions. We like yeah. uh, questions. Johnny, questions favorite New Fifty Two Aquaman by Jeff Johns. Kayla. 
Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, Red Hood and Arsenal. Not fan of the ending, though. Yeah, because this was... I mean, you were, you're more of a Rebirth girl now. You yeah. didn't read a lot of New 52. Yeah, neither did I. I did not. Um, Jonathan? Superman Hell on Earth. It was a crossover between the, the Superbooks at the time, and Superman started really lackluster in the New 52, um, which is why I love everything they're doing Rebirth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that story was really one of the first that... And I was like, okay, this is cool. It's this like is the, the first story that gave you hope. Yeah. In the yeah. new 52 for, um, and it for came the from S. Freaking Lobdell of all people, which I typically don't like, but uh, kudos to him for kind of getting Superman to a place where I enjoyed it. What about the following arc? Uh, not a whole lot of stuff happening in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they got into Doomed, that was really cool too. Oh, okay. That just was a long story arc. Yeah. I think it went on too long. But yeah, that that'd be one that I would say Superman Hell on Earth. Cool, and and for me, it's I, I know this you know this this title got a little more exposure than than some of the other ones, um, a little more notoriety. But I'm going to say it was my favorite New Fifty Two book, and that was Wonder Woman, Freaking by a. Brian Azzarello and yeah. Cliff Chang. It was like one of the top books. You don't have anything. No, I know. No, look, it was look. I mean, it's but it was it was, it was fantastic so it from was. start to finish, and and it, it says a lot that look, you know, for DC's Absolute Editions, right now they've done Court of Owls. That's Ooh, the only one good. from the New 52 that's gotten an absolute edition. The second one is going to be Azrael mm-hmm. and Chang's run on Wonder Woman. The whole run? And deservedly so. Two I, volumes. Well, no, it's going to be two volumes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I, I'm when you get them in, get extras one yep. like of each for me because yep. I, I am addicted to absolute editions, and I have been waiting for that. I'm addicted. It's going to look, it's going to look <laughs> amazing. And what I, what I loved about that Wonder Woman is that, you know, Azarello, uh wrote her not, not so much as – yeah, because a lot of times she's written as a diplomat. You yeah. know, and in this one, she was absolutely a warrior. And, warrior and princess. Cliff Chang's, yeah, and Cliff Chang's art just brought I that never, home. I never it. was familiar with Cliff Chang before reading that book. And, excuse me, he's one of those artists now. If he's on it, I'll read it. Yeah, so, me too. Matt, you had one earlier? I was going to say Jeff Johns' Green Lantern, but that's Jeff Johns is not under the radar. <laughs> so I'm going to go. Jeff Johns with, is the radar. Yeah. So I'm going to go Which with a great uh, run still. Swamp Thing Volume 1. Okay. Ooh, yeah, Swamp Thing Animal Man. Scott yeah. Snyder. Yeah. yeah, those Who were, did the art on that? Um, it was. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yep. It, that yeah. was him. Yep. Yeah, where is it? It's <laughs> yeah. somewhere up there. So, because that's that was an under the radar book. No one was reading. Swamp was Thing. Aquaman under the radar? I think so. People, well, Johns was on it. It's tough to say something that's under the radar. Because <sighs> I mean, people were really yeah, down on Aquaman. Yeah, was amazing because uh, look, I mean, Swamp Thing was written by Scott Snyder, and everybody was on his Batman. But not Swamp but, Thing. But yeah. not Swamp Thing, <laughs> and that was that was a heck of a run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Soul took it over. So. And did wonders with it also. <laughs> yeah. So any that's anything it. else? Uh, ben, thank you for feeling that question to us. If, like I said, if that's not exactly what it was, please message us again so we can save it and get it right. Yeah, send us more. Um, and yeah, to anybody else, you know, shoot us some questions. And a few shout outs uh, in, in the shop. Uh, Jason Gorte, thanks, buddy. Uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, Sean and Justin Haugen. You know, you got. I know you guys listen to us every week and uh, and come in and give us some great positive feedback. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. That's awesome. And uh, Cody Wilson, you know, Cody. Uh, I, th- I think he's. I don't know. He may be caught up now. We're reviewing a Spider-Man book next week, so you'll get you'll get the full Spider-Man treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and he, you can week. tell us how wrong we are on our history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and and for anybody else out there that has come in and told me that you listen to the podcast and my eyes just kind of glaze over and I don't do anything, just 
hit me and say give me a shout out because yeah. i will i love you guys i, th- I thank you for listening yeah, and we- and you know we do it for you guys yeah of course yeah all right that's gonna do it for this episode um if you guys uh like what you're hearing through all this if you like all the content please like share subscribe rate and review on itunes or anywhere that you can share it on your social media feeds uh if you want to go above and beyond you can go to patreon.com slash all-star comics podcast and pick up some really cool perks and prizes for your donations um if you guys want to keep track of all things going on in the shop you can follow roger at uh, at Horizon Comics on uh, Twitter, let's see, Twitter Instagram. Instagram, and like it on like it on Facebook. Yeah, I got a Snapchat too, but it's that's annoying. asking for trouble. <gasps> I know, because yeah. I do too. But I've seen, I know. <laughs> but you see some of mine. But it's, it's just me, you know. <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I know. I see your your <laughs> bad a, your bad fun really, days, and, yeah. and, and, and look, it always brightens my day. <laughs> that's right. I forget. I rant a lot on there. Um, if you want to follow me, it's at St. Jonathan on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Johnny? I'm the johnny 2 x 4 Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Kayla, you got anything? Oh. Uh, that you want Kayla to Miller know on Facebook and Kayla Danvers on Instagram. Oh, you went for the Danvers. I nice. did. I know. Nice. I know. Um, that's going to do it for another episode of the All Star Comics podcast. Did you? Were you going to say something? No, I was just saying. Look, we got a lot of Ms. Marvel fans, and I love them. <laughs> I nice. love Ms. Marvel. Too. I want to say thanks, Kayla, for coming on the show. Yes, yeah, uh, Kayla, thank you Kayla very is much. our first special guest. Um, we miss you, Blaine, but Kayla did a good job filling in your shoes. So you'll have to let us know what you think. And mm. she'll be back. Kayla's yeah. coming back. Let's see. If if she'll if she'll uh, come back, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe just we a don't few weeks down the road, we're going to be doing uh, the Flashpoint graphic novel Ugh, on October fifth. Yeah. yeah, maybe oh, if we read read that. maybe you if we give that. her some better books to read, she'll come back. <laughs> maybe. Um, wasn't so That's sure after X Men, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Anything else? No. Can I finally send this off? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you again next Thursday. Remember, we've changed formats. If you haven't figured it out because of how long this one is, don't look for us on Sunday. But we will see you next Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.